Welcome to season six of the My Study Journey podcast. My name is Catherine and I am your host. This season, we speak to past and present students hearing about their study story and especially what their future plans are. Listen to how their journey continues. Today we have Ebba on the podcast. Ebba is actually in Sweden at the moment. Ebba studied Diploma of Screen and Media at our Gold Coast campuses and we're really excited to hear about what you're doing now in the big wide world. So thanks for coming on, Eva. No worries. Where are you from? I am from Stockholm, Sweden, which means it's busy, hectic, like any big city is. What did you do at school when you were up there? Like, what was your favorite subjects? Probably anything artsy or anything to do with language. Oh, yeah. Did you learn yeah. English growing up at school? Oh, yeah. Very early. I think we start when we we're six. Yeah, right. Which is why a lot of Swedish people younger especially know a lot of English and and what do your parents do my mom works at the airport which is really nice for me as well because I got a lot of discounts before the pandemic yeah so I could fly (laughs) for cheap which is amazing even to Australia how much would it cost like 60% off yeah What came first, your desire to travel or your desire to get into the screen and media industry? From a young age, I started traveling with my family a lot, like within Europe. But also, I always held a camera in my hand. And I was also very artsy all the time. So it all kind of just came to place as I grew up, I guess. Mm -hmm. I started traveling by myself when I was 18. Really? Yeah. Where did you and go? I came to Australia. Actually, my first travel was to Australia mm-hmm. alone. Wow, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, my parents were a little bit worried. <laughs> but no, they they were happy for me because I was very shy growing up. So they were like, okay, she's going to come out of her shell. Yeah, right. And I did, especially doing it alone, I think, because then you can't rely on someone else. Yeah. You only rely on yourself. So where did you land when you first came to Australia? Well, I first came to Adelaide in 2015, but I was only there for a month. Mm -hmm. Why was the Mm. reason why you came over? Is it because you wanted to go traveling or is it because you were very lucky and you got 60% off all your flights so you could (laughs) come to the other side of the world? (laughs) Okay, so this is really cheesy, but I first came to Adelaide because I had met a guy online really (laughs) oh my gosh tell me more about this well we met online and we started talking as friends and then eventually it became more and he came to sweden and then i came to australia wow and so he's australian yes (laughs) and i'm assuming that ended yes Yes. okay cool (laughs) (laughs) so you came back from australia what did you do in between that time before you came backpacking again I did school, regular Swedish school, because I was still in school when I came in 2015. That's the reason why I was only there for a month, because that was like summer vacay right. for me. So how um, old so are you I when kept you finish school? 20 when we finish, but I actually never 
finished that because I kept redoing parts of it because I couldn't really decide what I wanted to do. So I did like media, I did tech, I did communication stuff and I couldn't decide what to do. So I just gave up and quit school. And then I became a full on traveler instead. <laughs> it worked out fine for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted more, right? So I came back again in 2017, but I went backpacking. So I just discovered all the parts that they told me would be the best parts of Australia. And not even that was enough. So in 2019, I studied for a whole year and loved every second of it. So that was in Queensland? Yes, the studying was in Queensland, TAFE Queensland. I didn't really have a plan of when I would come back, but I sort of knew what I wanted to do and it would take about three months. But then obviously you meet people and you want to do new things, so it might take a little bit longer and stuff. Three months was really good, Mm -hmm. but I think also more time wouldn't have hurt at all (laughs) because there were parts of Australia that I didn't get to. Like I didn't get to the Western part. Yeah like Perth and stuff. When travel restrictions were introduced, there were more than 140,000 backpackers in Australia. That's dropped to 85,000. And when you came home from that backpacking trip, what did you do then? So that was pretty much the year when I did part-time work, part-time travel. So I worked for like a month and then I went traveling alone or with a friend. Yeah. And then I came back and worked and then I kept traveling and I did that for pretty much the whole year. Um, Throughout Europe? But that was traveling within Europe, yeah. yeah. I worked at a restaurant at that part of my life, actually. What was the clencher that got you hooked to decide to come to Australia or Queensland and study? So I already knew that I needed a change because it had been a year and I'd, I'd done the traveling, I'd done the work, but I needed just something completely different. And since I love Australia, I started looking, how do I come back to Australia but it being more than just backpacking. Mm-hmm. And then it all clicked. Like, well, I've heard that studying there is great. And I love the country. I love the people. I love the culture. And what I want to study, it's there. So I just applied to TAFE for a diploma. And I got in. And I was so happy. So I just went. Like, I had nothing that was stopping me. Yeah. I would say 1 million percent to TAFE. One million percent. I think it's a really fun place to learn in. There is a TAFE, technical education. This is what I'm looking for. When you were looking at all the courses that you could apply for, was Mm. there anything in particular that jumped out? Yeah, pretty much. It was screening media with uh, film and TV or sports and fitness because I've always been into fitness but it wasn't really that much to think about it was just an idea because screen and media was always going to be my thing when you came to Queensland so you had backpacked through Queensland already oh yeah yeah Yeah. I chose Gold Coast not only because they had that course but when I backpacked through Queensland I was in surfers for just like two days Mm -hmm. and then I went on to a different place 
So I was like, well, this is a part that I know should be right for me because there's like a lot of young people, but I didn't get to explore it. So what the heck? Why not do it? Yeah. So I took a chance. I didn't know that I was gonna love it that much, yeah. but I really did. I love the beaches and just all the places. You have the ocean, you have the blue sky, there's no pollution, you have green in everywhere. So much respect for wildlife. The lifestyle is so much more chill. It's beautiful. I think you name a thing and you will get it in Queensland. Once you got to the Gold Coast and you were ready to study, what mm. was going through your mind when you when you kind of figured out that, oh, okay, instead of backpacking this time, I'm going to have to get a place to live, I'm going to study, I'm going to have to get a place to work. What were you thinking? It was no problem. Mm. And the only thing I was nervous about was not fitting into my class. <laughs> but that wasn't a problem either. No. <laughs> How did you find the place where you lived? Oh, I just searched around for, like, students to live. I didn't want to find like a flat or anything. I wanted to find a place where you could connect with people who are studying. So I found like a sort of like a village place where everyone there is studying, but at different schools. Right. You're living in student accommodation. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. And what was that like? It was very interesting because the people that I lived with, they were almost never there. Yeah. So I basically had the place to myself, which was cool because then I could have people from the class over. But yeah, no, it was really cool because they had like barbecues and stuff oh, and nice. you could just talk about everything going on because not all of them were international students, right, okay. but a lot of them were. Yeah. So it, w it was very nice because I felt like I fit in. Yeah. What was the weather like when you were living there? Oh my God, I love Australian weather, especially Queensland weather, oh my God. So in Sweden, our four seasons are very clear. Yeah. When you go from, you know, winter and Easter and all the four seasons. Yeah. Summer is the best, in my opinion, but the rest of the year, it's quite cold. So Australian weather was perfect. Queensland weather is not too hot all the time yeah. and never too cold. Yeah. So for me, it was awesome. Like when I got home, I didn't want that weather. I wanted to come back to the Australian weather. Yeah. But when I got home, the pandemic hit, so I couldn't come back. The winter was amazing. It's so like, it's so clear. The nature and also the weather, <laughs> amazing, like the winter here is like summer in Denmark. Very opposite compared to our country's weather, because if it's a winter, Australia is very hot summer. Your first day at TAFE Queensland, studying screen and media, what's going through your mind? So the first day for international students, you have like exclusively only international student meetings. They talk to you about all the necessities about Australia so that you're ready for stuff, mm -hmm. especially like the dangers of things, like what number to call, you know, yeah. and about the beaches, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Which was really good because I thought that I was prepared, but then I heard about all these things and I was like, okay, well, that's good to know. Really good to know and very welcoming because as an international, you might feel, you know, scared that you're not going to fit in. But that was a really nice welcome. 
don't say shrimp on the barbie. But this is absolutely not what an Australian would say. If they would even use that phrase at all, they would say prawn, not shrimp. The first day for real, that's actually when I met people from the class and started talking with them straight away because we were all new to this. It was just a really good day. I ended up two or three of them just going to one of the arcades in the area. And then we were just the trio, like a trio, like a trio. <laughs> Um, the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. Were there many internationals doing screen and media? No, I was the only international in my class. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It made me feel special. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty cool that then you got to meet lots of Australians as well, so you kind of got immersed yes. into it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was very good that I was the only one because then I could be a part of the Australian culture without feeling like I have to be the international without the internationals. Yeah, yeah. So no, that was really good. So for anyone out there who doesn't really fully understand what screen and media or the diploma of screen and media is, can you just explain what it is? Yeah, so the screen and media diploma, I think there are two of them and I did the film and TV. So it's more directed for the film industry and broadcasting and just TV in general. Yeah. So that whole year we learned about the film industry as a whole and the before and afters of everything, very hands-on as well. Well, we were able to learn, you know, both cinema and TV. We did a little bit of both. So we learned through all the stages as pre-production. We did some classes where we learned how to do the proper, you know, paperwork, what you need to do, writing scripts, you know, post-production editing. We got connections, we got to be on sets. Yeah. It was really interesting to be a part of it all and to just experience it for real and not only how you think it's going to be. Like we actually got to be in the mess of it all mm -hmm. at times <laughs> and just learn everything from the different departments and editing, just pretty much everything because it's only one year. So they got it all in yeah. packed full in one year. Yeah. And did you get to operate cameras and stuff like that? Yes. Yes. Oh, cool. Because TAFE Queensland is the art place house i would call it because there it wasn't only screen and media film and tv it was also music students mm -hmm. and i think there was a gaming floor as well for gaming developers and we all got to collaborate at times so when we worked the cameras at the campus we did it for like a live broadcast for the music students so we all collaborated all the time with so many different projects. Yeah. And what was your end goal? My end goal was to figure out what part in the film industry I wanted to be. Like, where do I want to be? Because I'm a big movie buff. Mm -hmm. And so I just, from the get-go, okay, I love movies. But what do I want to do with that? Do I want to be behind the camera like most people do? Do I want to be sound department? Do I want to be lighting department? Do I want to write the scripts? I didn't know really which part was where I would shine the most, I guess. Yeah. And so because we got to test out all the different parts, my end goal was just to find which one I liked the most. Yeah. And even though at the end of it, I sort of knew what fit me the most which was sort of the organizing part of it all 
I also liked writing the scripts, but I figured I wasn't the greatest at it, but I liked doing it. Did you work while you were in Australia? I did not. So in Sweden, you can pretty much loan money for studying. And when you loan money for studying abroad, you can loan extra much and you only have to pay back just that amount. Like there's no interest or anything. Wow. Which is a really good thing about Sweden. Yeah. So it kind of encourages <laughs> um, you to go overseas and travel yes. and study and... Yeah. So I pretty much maximized that loan yeah. so that I could just be more free with my year mm-hmm. and not feel worried about finding a job. Yeah. If I had to go back and do the same thing, maybe I would have worked because then I would have experienced that part of it as well. Yeah. There's um, still time. Yeah. Yes. You can come back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When you finished the diploma, what happened then? So after the graduation ceremony, which was really nice, by the way, with the hats and all, we don't do that in Sweden. Oh, do you It not? was really cool. You don't get to throw the hats no, in No, we here. have different hats. Oh, really? <laughs> They don't look that cool with the tassel and everything. Uh So after that ceremony, I stayed up until Christmas, actually, because when I left to study, I promised my mom I would be home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And I kept that promise. So I went home and we celebrate Christmas on the 24th. So you've come home for Christmas and was your mom super stoked? Oh, yeah, she cried when she saw me at the airport and it was really emotional because I cried too because it had been a year and I'm very close to my mom. Yeah. Like we've been best friends pretty much my entire life. Yeah. So, yeah, when I got home, she was super happy. I was super stoked to be home. But like Australia, I I don't want to leave Australia. So my plan was I go home, I do Christmas and New Year's, and then I'll figure out the next time I get back to Australia and how do I get back and what do I do? But then the pandemic hit, so I couldn't come back anytime soon. For the first six months when I got back, I didn't really know what to do. I was really confused because I was just hoping and waiting to come back. But at a point I realized, okay, maybe I should just give that up for a second. And I started looking for jobs that were just in some way connected to the movie industry. And then I saw an ad come up on um, one of the biggest rental companies in Europe for film equipment. And the ad was for the vehicle department. And I was like, I don't know anything about that, but I want to be in this company, okay? So I applied anyways. And they read my resume and they're like, okay, so we see you have zero experience within this department, but you're in luck because we have an opening for the lighting department if you're interested. Wow. So they took me in on that and I've been there ever since. What's your daily kind of tasks and things that you do? The company as a whole, we rent out film equipment to any sort of customer. Like it could be for movies or commercials or anything remotely connected to the film industry uh, and music videos as well. And so there are all these different departments. It's the lighting, the grip, the camera, sound. 
And um, since I'm in lighting, my official title is a lighting technician. Yeah. But what I do is we handle all the equipment, we test it, kind of experiment with it so we know what to say to customers because a lot of time customers call in and they need just help. But within my first six months there, they said that they need someone to be the face forward for their flash photography department. And like I said earlier on, I've always had a camera in my hand taking photos. So photography has been a big part of my life. So when they said that, I was like, yes, (laughs) that is me. Give it a go. If you don't like it, start again. What's the worst thing that can happen? It's amazing. Do the scores. You're going to like it. You're going to enjoy it. What's life like now that you're back home and you've got well? I live right outside of the city, very close with my partner that I met here in Sweden. (laughs) Work is actually quite close to us, so it only takes like a bus ride and then I'm there. Have you met people that are in all like the movies and stuff like that there? Yeah, yeah. So like half of the staff there, they actually are on sets and they do all of that, but they freelance. Yeah. If I was interested in doing something more hands-on on set, I probably could if I wanted to. Yeah. But I'm pretty happy still learning and still doing the things that I do. What is next forever? I still plan on coming back to Australia and I saw that it opened up not long ago. Yeah. So now international travel is possible and I got super stoked about it. (laughs) And so did my parents because they also love Australia. They've been there once and they want to come back too. Wow. The next year, I think. And your partner would go with you? Oh, yes. I want to show him everything. I would love to study again at TAFE and I've looked into that as well to you know open up a business and all of those things it sounds really cool and interesting to me yeah thank you so much Ebba for coming on to the show today it's been amazing hearing about your story and how you can take what you've learned back out into the world and to where you're from and we're really excited and proud to see you jumping through hoops and in the industry that you really want to be in so thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you so much for having me if you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.